What is up, everyone? Sorry for running late. Spencer Sue here, your tech realtor of the Bay Area. Welcome to another edition of our weekly Friday market update. Every Friday, I look at the relevant headline articles of what is happening here in the Bay Area, especially when it comes to one of the most important things is how corporate real estate is as what's going on with related corporate real estate strategies. We also look at the data itself. So every week I extract the information from various different counties across the Bay Area so that you can see for yourself what is actually happening. And then also cover any sort of high level headline articles from the national level, if that may impact or affect here in the Bay Area. Of course, if you or anyone you know is considering to buy, sell, or invest in the Bay Area, love to get introduced. It's been a phenomenal way for me to be able to reach out and share my knowledge and insights about the current market with different people all across the country. So certainly looking forward to be connected with you. Never too, be too busy to be introduced to help more people. All right, let's begin. First headline, Bay Area home prices hit another record and sales surge in October, defying seasonal slowdown. If you think about this, a lot of this is actually, um, a lot of this is actually related to uh, things that are kind of old news, actually. If you have been following my market updates every week, you would have saw that where things are at. However, now it hits the news wire. So now what do you think most people will see? Fortunately, most people that have been tuning into my show have been able to see this result in advance. But now imagine what once people see this, what this may mean moving forward, uh, because this is all old data, right? I've been extracting this information for weeks now, and we're basically three weeks into November. However, as I, as I mentioned, this year is certainly very different. There is usually prices do decline in the winter seasons. And uh, while inventory levels have dropped, certainly things are still uh, as busy as before, quite frankly, on the buy side, which is going to be really, really interesting to see. You're actually going to likely going to see a lot of pops and a lot of price increases uh, as likely as we get through the winter time, even for properties that are, quite frankly, not as nice usually versus the other seasons. It's going to be tough for a lot of people, but it also does depend on the specific type of property. There'll be different competition related to uh, related to the, whether it's a condo, whether it's a townhome, or if it's a single family house. Certainly really interesting to see, um, but now it, uh, it's officially on the news wires for people, other people to know. What else, what else is some pretty big news? One of my big bets of the future is we all know about tech and we all know about you know, the, the, the FAN companies, but there's a lot of very prominent investors and a lot of prominent people that feel like the biotech side, the genome side, is the next area for massive growth and massive opportunity. If people thought it was high before for big tech, people think now if you're talking about health, this can be one of the biggest things. And fortunately, the Bay Area is primed for this. I mean, think about South San Francisco. If you're not familiar with it, get familiar with it because it is packed out there when it comes to massive uh, you know, the biotech companies, math, massive pharmaceutical companies, all based there. However, a lot of it goes with they're, they're kind of expanding all across the peninsula side. So as maybe different companies may decide to work remotely, most of these jobs is very hard for them to work remote. And so it, it's a great opportunity for a lot of people. And hence, in this case, one of the Bay Area's largest biotech landlords puts one million square feet peninsula project together. 
which is incredible. And they're basically connecting it together so that there could be a potential site for a really big company to take over. So they wouldn't be doing this if they didn't feel it was a great opportunity. And I still suspect biotech, more than other industries, really relies on you know, lab equipment, a lot relies on collaboration. And there's usually more space for those kind of companies to begin with since they have a lot of other uses for the space. So really interesting to see that. What are some other news? Well, some exciting news. Airbnb and another co company, DoorDash, is going to be IPOing soon, right? And so while the number I doubt will be anywhere close to what it was initially going to be at, especially their business have been greatly affected, I also presume that once you see the report, you will be able to see that they still had a they had a massive decline when things you know got started. However, there was also an increase as they kind of adapted and shifted their their model they did a lot more probably domestic travels than ever before probably a lot less experiences but homes other people's homes have been a fantastic option for people because people still want the desire to go travel even though it's not by plane so a lot of the sites like imagine asking your friends or you may have seen from your friends facebook posts or instagram how many people this year went to a national park than previous before I probably should look up the statistics, but it must be a crazy amount. Like I've seen so many pictures of like Yellowstone Park, Yosemite, more than I've ever seen. And it makes sense, right? People don't have to necessarily fly to those areas. Uh, they can, you know, camp in a cabin, camp in the car, rent out RVs. I know RV businesses have been incredible. So uh, I'm sure they have been able to adopt to pick up that, but it's certainly not the same amount as before. But nevertheless, you might as well go exit now because who knows what the next year will be or if people would like the current trajectory. But nevertheless, what the key thing is, this will allow liquidity so that people that work at these companies have the option to now sell stock and do something else with it, right? Buy other stocks, buy real estate. So it will be interesting to see. Now, Airbnb, most people are based out of San Francisco, but given San Francisco's Real estate market is not as uh, desirable for most people. I suspect a lot of people will be looking all over uh, the Bay Area. So it will be really interesting to see what happens with this uh, once they go IPO and hopefully after the lockout period, what, what the price is. All right, let's look at the national news. Uh, mortgage applications see slight decrease despite purchase gains. Um, so for the most part, you know, the biggest challenge I see moving forward into the winter season is that the buyer demand is still strong. Refinances have slowed down a little bit because people that may have wanted to refinance likely did. Um, but there's just not much inventory. So some people may be just discouraged altogether. They may say, you know what, let's just wait until spring. There'll be more options for us. I tell all of my clients this, don't think about doing that. If the numbers make sense, the house makes sense, just because there's less doesn't mean you should just wait altogether. And the reason for that is because number one, you never know when the property that you like will be available on the market, right? Just because there's a hundred on the market versus 200, you know, you're not, you're not able to buy all those hundred anyways. Those are not in your part of your search criteria. So you never know when the particular one that you like ends up to be on the market. And the last thing you want to do is have regret because generally when it comes to those seasons like spring, the prices are typically higher. So you'll be paying for more at a later time. So that's just some advice that I tell all my buyers that are actively looking, as long as they're not on vacation or you no know, job is not affected, then 
be patient, but at the same time, be ready to go. Now, what's another exciting news? I mean, look at this. Builder confidence reaches 35-year high in November. For many people, I've helped, I don't know, six, seven families this year buy a single-family house. You know, new construction is certainly very, very popular. However, while the builder confidence is at record highs, uh, you also want to be sure and be aware of each specific local project because they will all be very different. Like, for example, I went to a community today. Uh, if you want the information, let me know. That community just releasing project properties right now, and they're taking offers because of the location, because of maybe the layout, because of demand. It's just not selling as fast as it would. So there are opportunities for some uh, new construction. So don't think that all are you know, on some high horse. But then again, a lot of them are in that position where they don't really need to lower their price or really negotiate too much because they're selling very quickly. So something just to be aware of, like every community is going to be different. But if you think about it from their perspective, um, I mean, they've never been more confident, quite frankly, as you can see. And it makes sense, right? There is so little inventory available. Um, people, especially a lot of millennials are the ones buying new homes. They may want less work. And so newer homes are an example of that. Okay, let's take a look at the market itself in terms of the what's actually been going on related to inventory levels. So this is San Mateo County. I mean, look at these numbers, right? Man, 129 that are on the market this uh, this week is very little. But look at the, the absorption of properties. I mean, 179 that are going contingent pending in San Mateo County. Look at this a big imbalance. And what do you think prices will likely go? As you can see, San Mateo County average price one is now back up. Uh, versus what it was in October. Initially, we had saw a, a decline, but I, I mentioned that was pretty rare. And now we're about maybe 2.1. And I suspect, especially with all the great vaccine news, people are going to value San Mateo County a lot again uh, if people are going to be going back to work anytime in the near future. Maybe not in the next six months, but over the next couple of years, it's still going to be a really good location for a lot of people. So Really interesting to see it's been picking up. It's It's been that way. There's so little inventory, so little options for people. However, condos, townhomes, on the other hand, a little bit different different story. Now, as you can see, though, there's not a whole lot against trans. There's not too many transactions. You can see that single family is about three and a half times the amount of condos, townhomes in the area. So not a lot to choose from um, in general, but you can see prices have declined to some of the lowest levels. A lot of that has to do with a lot of these uh, condos, townhomes tend to be a lot older if you think about you know where you would buy. And so people may not be interested in that kind of layout or that kind of setup, especially in a smaller property. But single family wise, it seems to be doing well. Let's take a look at Santa Clara County. I mean, look at this dip. 267 properties now that hit the market this week. I mean, this is the lowest it's been in a long time. I mean, this is a what is that, 35 40% drop from pre-shelter? Tough. But look at the amount that's going contingent and pending, 400 this week. Incredible imbalance, right? Incredible imbalance. So what does that mean? I mean, look at the prices. We are at all-time record highs for Santa Clara County. It is tough out there. There is more competition than ever. So if you're looking, be patient on one end of properties coming on the market, but be realistic. 
the market has clearly moved up. There is no doubt about that. And if you're considering to sell your home, let's talk for sure. We need to sell your home ASAP because then there are so many people that would love to get your home, right? So it's just a massive imbalance right now. It's very difficult for buyers, but with the right strategy, it's certainly very doable. Look at condos and townhomes, different story, right? It has continued to increase. Now it's the year high. So while it has been a slight increase over the year, just a record high um, as of right now when it comes to condos. Sorry, not record high, record high for the year, but I don't believe it's a record high for um, since 2018. Alameda County, similar story, right? Um, prices have continued to increase. Looks like November has kind of leveled off. A little bit of a surprise for me because I still see a lot of competition, though things are kind of selling at what they should sell. So I suspect as we end the end the month, it should likely go back to the October levels. Um, but that's in Alameda County. You can see condos, townhomes, kind of a steady increase, nothing too crazy there. Let's look at Contra Costa County. Contra Costa County, very competitive. Um, we see we have seen the biggest pops in Contra Costa County relative to other areas. So something to be aware of if you're looking at Contra Costa County, looking at condos, townhomes. Steady increase as well. Similar story across the board. And keep, it, keep this in mind. As the year went on, interest rates, if you look at it, have actually dropped. So even if it's flat or even anywhere close to flat, even if it's a slight increase, the buying power has certainly changed. And so do the math. The key is to do the math. What is your monthly expense? And then you will be able to determine and see, you know, is this, a, is this actually a better time, even if price has gone up X percent? If the interest rates have dropped another, you know, you know, Y amount, then it still is very, very beneficial for the for the owner. Now, I have some information for San Francisco, um, some information just related to how many that are active on the market. So single family has done still pretty well. Look at how many are active and how many are uh, pending and contingent. It's still a pretty good number, not as strong as the other markets, um, but it's still a pretty fair number. And you can see though that condos uh, have improved. Now it's still a pretty big imbalance, but it's not getting worse. Remember in the past when we did the previous ones, other like days, if you look at the end of October, there are 1,400 active properties for condos in San Francisco. Now there's dropped. Pending contingent, roughly about the same. So just less for people to choose from, but still a very big imbalance that's happening uh, right now. So uh, it's still a really good opportunity for people that want a lot of options to choose from out in San Francisco. So I hope that helps give you uh, a picture of what is actually happening in the Bay Area real estate market. A lot of people are surprised or shocked if they haven't seen this report in a long time. So be sure to share this with all of your friends, anyone that's considering to even remotely buy, sell, or invest in the Bay Area. They should be educated about the market to understand what is actually happening so they can make the right decision themselves. If you or anyone you know has any questions, reach out anytime, love to help. And um, we may, probably won't do a market update next week given it's a long week, uh, long Thanksgiving weekend. So if I don't, I'll see you in two weeks. But if I do, it'll be, it'll be a shorter version because I'm sure there'll be less news. Anyways, hope all is well on your end. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. I'll see you next time. Bye now. Thank you so much for making it to the very end of my podcast. If you are tired of renting in the Bay Area, are a homeowner looking to do a trade-up for a bigger home, or are a real estate investor, I would love to connect. Click on the Calendly link 
and let's set up a time to talk. It's never too early to talk about options and to work out a game plan. I also do have an email newsletter, so sign up on the link in the show notes, or you're welcome to watch all of my content on YouTube. See you at the next one.